Should you buy that insurance when you rent a car? We're going to talk about whether that's true or not coming up on the show next. From the streets of San Antonio, straight to your wallet, it's Jake's Two Cents on Jake of All Trades. All right, welcome back. My name is Kirk, and I'm not a financial expert. But I'm Jake, and I am the financial expert. And together, Kirk and I talk about financial planning, we talk about the economy, and we look at financial articles, all with the express purpose of helping our listeners build wealth both today and into the future. And today we're going to talk about the hot topic issue of car insurance. Super sexy, but very important. And I think both of us, Jake and myself, we are going on trips where we will be renting a car. And so this is a very real issue for the both of us. And I'm curious of your thoughts. And I have my own thoughts. I'm super cautious. I'll just say up front in this regard. And I I always... I tend to always get it. Um, you, so you pay for the extra. You, in not the past. Extra, but you pay for the insurance they offer they you offer. when you rent the car. Usually. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess there's a few times when it's only a day or two I'll take a risk. Because Okay, so here's, here's maybe where we can start and you can answer this question. So when I rent a car, does my insurance also take into – like so if, I, if I'm in a rental car in Denver and I – get hit or hit somebody or hopefully a car, another car, not a person. And does my rental, you know, my personal Kirk Barbera insurance kick in at all? It depends, oh, but I didn't know that. it also, you do get liability coverage, right? Okay. So when we think about car insurance, there's two components of coverage. There's liability, which protects you if you're sued. Mm-hmm. And then there is like, damage or collision coverage, which would repair the vehicle from damage, right? Typically car insurance, it always follows the driver, even if you're in a different car, but the liability piece is typically what follows the driver. So that if you were to be in an accident, you have a little bit of protection from a liability perspective. However, you might be screwed on the damage to the vehicle that you're responsible for. That's where it can become risky. Oh, okay. So, and that's only, you can only know that if you call your insurance company beforehand to ask them. But I think more often than not, it probably doesn't cover the collision component of the, of the insurance on the rental car. So when you say liability, you just mean like to what number I'm liable for overall? Correct. Yeah. You know, so like if it's a $20,000, you know, I hit a, or I hit a Ferrari or something. I'm only liable up to a certain point type thing. And then the, is that what that means? No, the, it means they'll only cover you up to a certain point. So like, they're liable. Yeah. So they're liable. Right. So the liability piece, it depends on what your limits are in Texas, right? So your Texas insurance has a particular liability limit. So let's say it's $30,000. You go over to California or you go to Colorado, you rent a car, you don't pay for the extra insurance, you hit a Ferrari, right? Well, the Ferrari might cost uh, more than $30,000 in damage and then plus, you know, whatever damage is done to the driver of the Ferrari, right? Because you're going to be responsible for that if it's your fault. The insurance company would only cover up to $30,000 of that liability. The rest of it would be on you. Mm. So that's how the liability limit kicks in. So your 
correct to be cautious about this as you start to rent cars because this could be something that financially ruins you if you're not careful, right? So what is your generic advice then on this fact versus fiction question of should you rent the car insurance or should you buy the extra insurance from Hertz or Enterprise or Turo? Like where you and I are considered, you're going to get Turo. And Turo, T-U-R-O, is a car sharing business model. Like Airbnb Like Airbnb for cars. So if Jake has his Ferrari that he's jetting around. He's like, you know what? I want to make some extra money with my Ferrari. So I'm going to rent it out at a premium, um, you know, and he could do that or rent it out for whatever he wants to rent it out for. Yeah. He could do yeah. that. Right. And then I totally. could go rent the Ferrari. Now I assume Turo has its own, like I can get insurance with them. Like I would, especially with them. I would think sure. you definitely mm-hmm. want it yep. um, for that. Yep. But the, so the question is, is it worth it in general to get, the insurance for Turo, for Hertz, for Enterprise, so on. My general advice is no, because you typically can get it either through your own car insurance or most of the time through your credit card. Credit card companies have amazing rental car insurance protection. So for example, I use American Express and they have on most of their cards, not all of them, but most of their cards have uh, rental car coverage. And so as long as you rent the car using that credit card, so you put the full charge on there, then they offer you the exact same insurance policy, collision and liability that you would get from the uh, rental car company. You just don't have to pay extra for it because it's already a benefit on your credit card. So that's something I'd have to call my credit card company for, right? Yes. Like I have Chase, but it's a Visa. It's a it doesn't visa. matter. They might still offer it. Like my Chase. So I also have the the Excuse Chase um, Southwest Visa. And I believe the Southwest Visa also has within domestically, not internationally, but domestically, they will also cover uh, rental car insurance for that card as well. So that's what I'm saying. Like credit card companies, it's one of those fine details that not a lot of people know about, but it's a benefit that's available to you. And it's super simple to do. You just call the credit card company, ask them what the coverage is. If the coverage is available, they'll send you an email outlining the the coverage. And all you have to do when you get to the counter to rent the car, because they're usually going to give you pushback when you're trying to rent the car and you opt not to buy their insurance. You just show them that letter and say, oh, my credit card covers the insurance and you're good to go. And I assume you could just keep it. You don't have to print it out. It could be on your phone. Yeah, no, I always just keep it on my phone and then I just show it to them. And uh, it's very common. And so they're like, "Okay, yeah, we're done. So from my perspective, there is risk there. But as long as you do your research beforehand, especially when it comes to a credit card, they typically will cover it. And this also applies on Turo. So if you're using Turo, Hmm. the the coverage through your credit card, it doesn't matter. They, they treat Turo just as they do Hertz or uh, Enterprise in the context of covering you for that liability. So it will save you. So on Turo, for example, my rental was $80 a day, but with the wow. insurance. What kind of card you get? 
I got a, a Mercedes convertible. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I was looking at them. I was like $40 a day, $45 a day. Yeah. Um, but, but wow, for $80 though, that is kind of expensive. It's a little, so it, you could you're, definitely you're, get it for cheaper. I was looking selectively to have a convertible yeah, because yeah. I wanted to enjoy, I don't, I've never had a convertible, right? And I'm going to be in California. <laughs> so in November in California, a convertible sounded perfect. Okay. And it was substantially cheaper on Turo than it was renting a convertible through Enterprise. Enterprise was like double that per day. So really a lot cheaper uh, through Turo than it was to yeah, Turo is cheaper right now. I've, I've seen that as well. I guess I was nervous. So we're talking about car insurance, but just on a, you know, sh what, what should you rent? And I think this is a good question because a lot of us are going traveling more. Like I'm planning, I've been doing a lot of travel things. So we should like do another episode of the future about travel tips. I know this is a big, I know we've done this before, but like an updated travel tips one. Cause I've been like, I bought some luggage um, and you know, so I've been looking at like, there's like, um, blogs that say, oh, if you're going on a one week trip, use the medium sized one. If you're use if you're just doing a weekend trip, just use your carry on, you know, like things like that. Oh, okay. um, and then if you're doing like when I'm doing a 10 day trip, they, that like the large luggage. So I have luggage, like a three piece set. And so like, I'm going to use the large one only. And then like a backpack for, uh, on the flight and that's it. And then. Um, but I also want to do like, I'm going to try like a weekend trip somewhere to go see like a show in New York or something like that. And, uh, yeah. you know, so, but anyway, these types of things are interesting on like travel tips and renting the car is interesting. You know, like Uber has been going up, right? Like the, I've noticed the prices of Uber are going up quite a bit. Yeah. And so it's like, normally I would just Uber everywhere, but it's so expensive. You're probably talking about, you know, a hundred dollars a day for most Uber stuff is what it seems to be adding up to. Yeah. Um, versus, you know, you could, I I've been, I've seen them, like I said, um, even on enterprise for 40, $50 a day for a rental, you know? Mm -hmm. So, for, so I was looking at like, um, enterprise, I think there was some for like eight fifty, eight forty, and then Turo is even cheaper. Like I saw a BMW three series for six thirty and a Jeep Cherokee for 630 or something like that for the whole 10 days for the whole 10 days. Yeah. yeah. So that's, I mean, that's so, a pretty good deal. And that's also where by not paying for the insurance through the rental car company, it does end up, it can end up working out cheaper than taking Ubers the whole time. Because yeah. when you, some people will still opt, even if their Uber costs are a hundred dollars a day, but their rental car was $60 a day, then they also paid, you know, another $80 a day for the insurance. And so now they're above what the cost would be. But if you don't have to pay for that, because most mm. of the time you don't, uh, it can save you quite a bit of money. Yeah. Well, plus I know with my plans for the trip, I'm going to be driving a lot because part of it is actually business, right? So I'll be yeah. going down to like Colorado Springs. I'll be going up to Boulder. So like Ubering definitely doesn't make sense. That's way too expensive. Like it makes way more sense to rent. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, that's part of your, you know, what you need to be considering also when you rent, like, you know, having some kind of idea of the plan, because you might be in an area, not only where Uber's cheaper, but also public transportation is a fun thing. Like, you know, if you go to New York City or San Francisco, like renting a car is not fun. Right. You don't uh, want to so, have yeah, a car you don't, in those places. In those places, yeah. just Uber where you want to go, you know, have the flexibility and that'll be much easier for you. Um, yeah. And, you know, but like in Denver, I'm, you know, you definitely want to. Ubering everywhere is not viable. 
right? Like yeah. It's just not the most efficient way to do things. So there's a lot yeah. to consider, but I think at the end of the day, the secret he tip here is to use your credit card, which I did not know. So I'm going to go call my credit card company right after this, actually, and Absolutely. say like, um, hey, can I do this? Do you guys have this? Yep. Um, yeah. I don't know if it would be like, it'd be interesting if it applies to me because my credit limit's only a thousand. So Although, it doesn't actually, it typically doesn't even matter because it has no uh, relation to your credit limit typically, no. but. But they're going to try to we'll, sell me on a bigger we'll credit see. limit, I think, because my report just went up, like my well, credit score went up so high and yeah. my income is all of a sudden skyrocketing and they're like, wait a second, <laughs> I want a piece of that. Like, wait a second. And, I don't well, want that's to also, you can use that to your benefit too, because that helps your credit score, right? Because if you increase your limit, you have a bigger pot of money available for use, which is one of the calculations, one of the factors in the calculation of your credit score. So yeah. the bigger that number is, actually it helps your score. So it probably wouldn't be a bad idea for you to even bump that up. Okay. Yeah. No, I was considering it at some point. I'm just nervous about having that. Yeah, just trusting myself as I've <laughs> talked about on the show many times. Yes. Like I'm not the best with spending sometimes. Like I want I want to start getting rid of it so it's not in my face. Yeah, seeing these big numbers in my bank accounts, like holy crap! I'm gonna, <laughs> let me buy a pony. I've always wanted a pony. Oh wow! <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Maybe and I you're need probably need insurance for that pony. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Since I was a little boy, I've wanted a pony. Yeah. So yeah, but rental car, and you know, so I might try this BMW. So just last thing, real quick, or unless you had other things, I was curious. So you've never used Turo. I've never used it. My concern, no. and I don't know if you've looked into this, is like. Um, when I go through Turo, if I do this BMW that I was looking at for 630, I don't know what condition it's in. Like, am I going to get like a rundown crappy BMW? Like, cause when I go with enterprise, I know that they're going to like, if, if they give me a, they're not going to give me a crappy car. Like right. they, they basically have a fleet of cars and they, you know, they, they use them for like two years and then they push them out and sell them. And then yeah. they get they get new ones again, right? And they just keep them in. So I know it's only like I don't know. It doesn't tell me on Turo the model and year and the condition of the car. It does. It does. Oh, yeah, okay. it does. It does give you model. So I was using maybe because I was using Amtrav. I don't know if you ever if you know Amtrav. No, I so, don't know what that is. Okay, so Amtrav. So part of this is business trip. So like, um, you know, I'm I'm buying. So basically, Amtrav is a company that. My the Ayn Rand Institute that I work for, they work with, and then I buy tickets, hotels, and rental cars uh, through okay, this company. So it's like a third Amtrak. party, yeah, yeah, and okay. so I don't have to like you know they don't have to give me information, and I just go through there, and then they can track everything and make sure it's all kosher, and they can approve stuff. Um, so I'm not just like oh. on my own using a credit card. I just go through Amtrak, and they Got give it. me you know stuff like that. So. Um, now the rental is going to be on me, but I was looking at the rental through Turo and I couldn't see any of that information. So I was like, maybe they don't tell me what it is, but you're saying they do tell you, they, it shows they do. you yeah, if you go to Turo.com or whatever. Yeah. And it even has reviews. So in the, the car, like they have to be verified kind of like Airbnb, they have pictures that appear pretty recent. And then there's also reviews of previous drivers that comment on the uh the the quality of the car what mm. condition it was in so i used a lot of those 
Now, you know, that's still trusting that information. So we'll see, right? If this car is not what I think it's going to be, then I probably won't use it. But I will say that Turo specifically, they just went public. So not that that really gives them much more credibility, but um, they're at least, you know, they have to have some credibility for them to be able to reach that point. Yeah. So take well, that with a grain of salt. But like uh, that does speak to there is legitimacy in what they're trying to accomplish. And I think since people are taking money for letting people borrow their cars, I would hope there's some degree of due diligence so that you don't end up getting a lemon when you yeah. rent the car. Yeah. I mean, well, I, I think the idea of Turo is great. I mean, I, th you know, there's your car is a liability and if you're working from home and you're not doing a lot with it and you're going to upgrade, you know, if you're making the kind of money where you might upgrade every couple of years, even, mm -hmm. you know, to another car, like if you have that, like this BMW guy, I'm sure He's probably just not, it's just sitting there for him uh, or your mm -hmm. Mercedes guy. And it's like, maybe yeah. he's got other cars. And it's like, this one's you know just sitting there. Let me just make some money on it. And, you know, for me, like in 10 days, he'll make like 650 bucks or whatever, or not, he yeah. won't make that much. Like some will go to Turo, but he'll make a chunk of that for it just sitting there. It's and really that'll nothing. probably cover yeah. the wear and tear, I'm sure. Um, you know, so it might be worth Maybe. it for him. And then you know, he could put that into his future car fund or whatever he wants to do with that. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, and I will say like the, the one that I rented, uh, for my trip in California, this is an older guy. Cause you can put a bio in their profile. So I was able mm. to read some information about him that makes and sense. he collects Mercedes. So he had like three of them available for rent. So that mm. gave me a little more confidence to say, this is probably a good idea. So why not try it? That's awesome. Yeah. I didn't think about that. So, I mean, that's, I guess that's the other thing is like you could make, yeah, you can really just have several of these, you know, as an investment and you could basically start your sure. own little rental company, just like yeah, Airbnb I mean, people. Mm -hmm. uh, and I can even imagine like if you are good at fixing up cars, right? Like if you're, if you're, or, you know, it's a hobby, you could even buy some older ones, fix them up yourself or something like that. Like if you're a mechanic and yeah. you know, some people might want to drive like an old car, totally uh, like a, you know, a classic car. So, you know, and you might charge a premium and I yeah. can see a business in that for sure. Like you, Jake are willing to pay 80 bucks a day for a car, which I, you know, compared to like even enterprise, I think that's pretty expensive, mm -hmm. but you know, it's like, I would, like I, I want to try, um, you know, I, I went to enterprise in California and they're like, you know, uh, ask us about trying driving a Tesla for a day. Or something. I was like, mm. Oh, see, you yeah. can rent a Tesla. Like I'd be interested. Yeah. I've never ridden one of those. Like, you could rent it for a whole day. Like that'd be right. cool. Yeah. Um, you know, I might even do like two days or something. Like, pretend like I yeah. actually own it. <laughs> Drive around. Hey, Super ladies. cool. I mean, it's such <laughs> a cool concept. I hope it works out, but the message for this episode is, check out your credit card, call your credit card company before you go on your trip and find out if you get insurance through them because it's going to save you a ton. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I agree. That's a good point. Let's do that and rent some cars and travel the world. Let's do it. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Jake of all trades. Be sure to check us out on social media by searching for at Jake's two cents and check out the blog at Jake's two cents.com. Take care. We'll see you next time. Securities and advisory services offered through Commonwealth Financial Network. Member FINRA, SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Fixed insurance products and services offered through CES Insurance Agency. 
Actual performance and results will vary. These interviews do not constitute a recommendation as to the suitability of any investment for any person or persons having circumstances similar to those portrayed. Consult a financial advisor regarding your specific circumstances.